Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 46. I am your host, Carter E. Joining me, as always, my producer, Jeff Mulvahill of InstaImage.com. We got a nice little show for you guys today. We're going to run through, I guess, we're kind of at the midway point of the regular season. We're probably just past it, technically, but we're going to run through all the standings and what those playoff scenarios look like for all of our teams here between Carson Douglas, Dayton, etc. Jeff, before we go any further, we've uh, had quite a bit of stuff to to look at over the last week and a half. You know, uh, Anything in particular you're most excited for uh, here as we hit the, the second stretch of the regular second half of the league season here in uh, northern nevada carson douglas (laughs) carson douglas carson douglas for the record i put jeff on the spot there i did not discuss that question with him before we started but carson douglas yeah it's i mean well we're taping this tuesday morning we got another installment of it later today in carson douglas girls soccer it's the second time they will have met in basically a week uh had some rescheduling there but That should be a good game. Of course, as always, you can find updates from me online on Twitter at Carter Eckel, E-C-K-L. But as always, be sure to check our websites at NevadaAppeal.com and RecordCourier.com backslash sports on both of those will get you to those sports pages where you can find, you know, up-to-date information and all those results. Like we said, of course, we will have coverage from Carson Douglas Girl Soccer, but Carson Douglas football, not this week, but next week. Uh, uh, do you know? I, I feel like I should know this. Do we know what year of the the rivalry game this is at this point? It's got to be decades now. Oh yeah, it, no, yeah. I have no clue. I I think I've put it in one of my recaps, so I can go back and find that. But I don't I don't know the number off the top of my head. Right yeah. now, that that Carson Douglas matchup is the matchup for the last playoff spot in the football ranks. Both teams are zero and four at the moment in league play. Carson has a very tough test this Thursday against Bishop Minogue at Bishop Minogue. The Miners are the only unbeaten team left in the North at five and zero in league play, outscoring opponents two hundred and thirty to seventy in five league games so far this year, throwing for almost two hundred fifty yards a game. Logan Howran has 26 touchdowns and four picks at quarterback. Really, it's an offense that nobody else has around here with their ability to to pass the ball. Not saying that other teams can't do it, but at the level in which Bishop Minogue has shown success this year, it's it's going to be a, a real real daunting task for Carson, especially at Bishop Minogue. Yeah, 5-0 and Bishop Minogue. Uh, like I said, that offense is extremely potent. They've got three, four, five wide receivers, a couple of those being tight ends as well that they can go to pretty much any any given play and and expect to get, you know, a good chunk of yardage, if not a touchdown. On defense, they've been lights out. They got 43 and a half tackles for loss along with 19 sacks in seven games played, which is almost three sacks a game. And, you know, we're pushing over six tackles for loss per game. Like I said, Carson will have their hands full. The Senators still battling some injuries as well. So if you see some people missing, um, don't be too shocked by that. They a lot of a lot of guys were were day to day coming into this week, and obviously with it being a little bit of a short week, it's going to be game time decision on a lot of guys for for kickoff. And like we said with Carson Douglas, the following week maybe a little stri- strategery going on as. Uh, teams look to as both teams look to potentially get that last 
playoff spot locked up to go and play Minogue. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Uh, Douglas doesn't have anybody this week. They have a bye week, which I think they they needed. Speaking of teams that are that are banged up, I think they were down to uh, twenty seven dressed players here last week. So uh, you know, a small small roster looking there. Like I said, both teams zero and four so far in league play. Both teams one and six overall, but definitely something to keep in mind. And as we've had this discussion several times on the sidelines now with multiple coaches and just in general, um, it's a cliche. But you can toss out the record books for that Carson Douglas game. It won't. It won't matter. We were talking about it last night at the soccer game. Mm-hmm. All, something always happens, and it's usually something crazy. Yeah, and we're all talking about it for years and we'll save ourselves the content for next week so that's as as much deep dive as we'll go into that game but definitely something to keep an eye out for that is going to be october 14th which is a friday over to boys soccer we uh we were both at carson and sparks last night as jeff was just mentioning sparks a real good team they are at the top of the class 5a north boys standings tied with hug both are eight wins no losses and a tie in league play right now. Carson is in last in league play at the moment. They are 0-6 and 3 with three ties. Uh Damani Ranch is right there with them at 0-6 and 1. Obviously, you know, the Mustangs have played a couple less games to to this point, but as we hit the second half of the season, I mean, you were talking about it before we started here. I, that Sparks team's impressive and they're going to probably make a run at a state title. I would bet there's not a team that's better than that team. They were very well. I mean, they all played well. They played hard. Uh, it wasn't catty and chippy and yeah, there was some tough plays, but it never got to the point where you know, they thought that anybody thought that they were playing unfairly or, and, and the referee did a pretty good job of keeping control over things. Yeah. And after last night's five zero win for the railroaders, they've now won six in a row, um, right there with hug who's won five in a row and the the rest of the north is kind of all jumbled up after that Uh, in in third right now is north valley is at four two and two which just doesn't you know quite match uh either sparks or hug at eight oh and one north valley is also carson's next opponent that game is coming up uh later this week so i believe that's a saturday uh, we got, and then we got, like I said, Galena, Wooster, and Spanish Springs all within a couple points of each other. Reed is right there as well, and then Carson and Damani. You know, I know we were talking about Carson sitting at 06 and three in league play, but that is, it doesn't really strike me as a team that should feel like they're winless in league play. I mean, they've been in a couple, of the, uh, several of those games and had had some good. I mean, obviously with three ties, been right right in there with the likes of you know Reed and Galena and stuff like that. So. The difference between a first place team and a last place team in in, in Northern Nevada boys is very slim. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it does matter how many seniors you have. We, we were talking about this last night. That Sparks team has got a lot of seniors, and they look like grown men on the field. Yeah, they're not boys, um, and that matters. I mean, those those years of varsity sports. It doesn't matter what the sport is. Everything is faster. Everything is bigger, stronger, faster. And it doesn't matter, boys or girls, varsity sports is bigger, stronger, faster. And that shows. And you start to get at this point in the season, if anybody's knocked up, you know, has a knock or anything like that, it's going to be very apparent on the field very quickly. Yeah. And Carson was also shorthanded for that game against Sparks, thanks to uh, 
their previous game against Reed where I was told the ref was handing out red cards like candy. Yeah. That is not a quote for the record. I am I am putting words in people's mouth there. But uh, it sounds like that game was a, was a little messy from, from the sounds of it. Um, anyways, Carson, yeah, 1-0 at halftime. I mean, it was really a 15-, 20-minute stretch. And, you know, that's that's the difference between good teams and not good teams because you can yeah. say that about a – a, a lot, or that's the difference between top of the table and bottom of the table, because um, we see that in, in other sports too, yeah. where sometimes it's a quarter in football where things get away. Or well, how, how much pressure can you handle? How long? Mm-hmm. And- exactly. Over to girls soccer, where the Carson girls still maintain their sixth place spot, so they are on the last postseason spot at the moment. They are four four and one in league play, which leaves them with thirteen points. Bishop Minogue is in seventh. They are three and five. So they have nine points at the moment. So Carson's got a little bit of a cushion there. This is something we talked about a few episodes ago that the senators had to had to build up that cushion if they, you know, I know they're all really anxious to to get in the postseason and get that that playoff game. And before you go into the the stretch run of the regular season, you want to make sure you've got that that cushion so you're not, you know, desperate for wins or looking for certain results. Um, and you know, they're right there, as we talked about with with Douglas, who, Douglas has played two less games. They are sitting at 4-2-1. and one. So technically they are matched in points right now at the moment with 13 Douglases and, uh, oh, I guess also going to be, you know, fifth place as well given the way these are uh, shaping out. Douglas, like I said, is a couple games behind the rest of the league at the moment. Well, but the rest of it comes fast and furious. I mean, we've right. got basically three and a half weeks and then it's over. Yeah, and everybody in the north with at least three losses or two losses and two ties so i mean reed right now is at, at the top at six and three with 18 points and sixth place we just said what has 13 so we're talking about a win and a couple draws yeah. away from being first place going from first place to sixth place so there really isn't anything set even remotely in stone for this girl soccer slate and it should make things very interesting down the stretch um, you know, I think there's a couple teams we might be able to rule out at this point, but otherwise, those those top seven, if not eight, are all going to be all going to be right in the thick of things for a playoff spot, which is another reason why it's important for both Douglas and Carson to get the points where they can. Yep, yep. Douglas beat Carson 2-0 last week, but of course, this game will be uh, another installment. This game is at Douglas as well, so they will be playing down in. Minden over in the volleyball ranks. Carson volleyball is up to fourth now with a win in their most recent match. They are five and four in league play. They sit behind Bishop Minogue, Spanish Springs, and Reno. Obviously, Carson coming off a sweep of Spanish Springs, so that is something there. Of course, you know they're sitting two and a half games behind Reno, and then three and a half behind Spanish Springs, and four and a half behind. Bishop Minogue. So, you know, that, that number one seed might be a little a little out of reach now, but that still is, you know, a team looking at potentially a home game for the playoffs at the moment. And uh, they, at 15 and 7, are a much improved squad. I know we've, we've talked about them already on the, the podcast here for the last couple weeks now and, uh, you know, had a feature story out on them, but they continue to do really good things. And at, at 15 and seven overall, I mean, they went three and 14 last year. So let's, let's be honest about how, how dramatically improved they are as a team. And not only that, they've got some senior leadership, but they also have a lot of players that aren't seniors that are contributing heavily. Um, and they will be fun to watch as the 
second half of the league slate progresses. Douglas right now is on the outside looking in at three and seven in league play. Of course, Galena is in sixth at three and six. So still plenty of ground to move there for the Tigers if they want to get back into the thick of things. I'm sure they're not terribly concerned at the moment, but they did come off a stretch there of losing four matches in a row in league play, excuse me, five matches in a row in league play before beating Damani Ranch in straight sets last Thursday. Uh, Douglas is at Reed Tuesday night, that being tonight as you're listening to this before um, returning home next week against McQueen. So, Tiger Volleyball still, you know, got some work to do there, but uh, they're a young team that obviously still has a great shot at getting into the the playoffs, and they gave Spanish Springs a scare too, bringing them within two points. They've they've definitely – they just beat Damani Ranch, who's currently the five seed at the moment. Um, So very well could be a Douglas team that moves its way up to a a fifth seed, which uh, if that is the case, Carson Douglas first round of uh, volleyball playoffs is a 4-5. That would be in Carson. So something to keep an eye out there. That could be be another – Another fun fun matchup to watch down the stretch. Staying in the volleyball ranks, though, we're going to switch over to Dayton real quickly. Dayton High Volleyball is now 19-4 overall, 3-1 in uh, Class 3A Northeast League, along with the likes of Elko, Lowry, Spring Creek, Burnley, and Fallon. Dayton is coming off uh, two wins over the past weekend with sweeps of Lowry and Fallon. Um, of course, Dayton's one league loss is to Elko, so those two sit at the top of league play. They do play again here uh, that same same day. We've got Carson Douglas football. We also have Dayton at Elko volleyball for what will likely be the deciding factor for that one seed there in the uh, Class 3A North. So something to keep an eye on there. I should have coverage of Dayton volleyball scheme against Fernley. Um, on Wednesday to see if Dayton can continue its winning streak against uh, teams here in Class 3A. But a lot to like on the, the volleyball scene there. A lot of a lot of good teams to follow. And certainly, I, I guess, must watch stuff as we hit, hit the, the home stretch of the regular season here. Quickly to dive into a couple other things. Carson and Douglas Girls Tennis are both into the Post the regional postseason as teams, uh, Carson will be the number three seed, so they will be at home Monday, October 10th against number six, Galena. That is a 3 p.m. start. Douglas, as the five seed, will travel to number four, McQueen. That is also a 3 p.m. start Monday. Both winners will travel to the higher seeds on Wednesday. Winner of Douglas McQueen will travel to Reno, whereas the winner of Galena and Carson We'll head to Bishop Minogue there on the girls' side of things. For the boys' tennis, neither Carson or Douglas has made it on the team side. But following the team playoffs, team regional playoffs, there is individuals. So there's still time for uh, individual tennis players to make some noise there and potentially make a stretch run in the regional tournament and uh, a state appearance there. Um, otherwise, I think that's kind of what we got for around the league standings right now. Figure an update would be good there with so much happening in the recent couple of weeks, especially with games being moved around due to smoke and weather and, and all that jazz. But 
now we turn into the the home stretch of the fall sports slate and too, there's too much. I got my head spinning at the moment of, of things I want want to continue touching on, but uh, I think I think that's going to do it for me here at the moment. And uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll quickly hop into the schedule. I know I alluded to a couple of those games this week already, but Jeff, what else do uh, people in the area have to look forward to? Uh, the schedule's uh, starting with Douglas. It's it's light at home this week. Uh, football's not playing this week, but uh, it's light at home. But that does not mean that their teams are not off off on the road playing. But uh, Thursday, boys soccer's at home at two and three forty-five, and then next Tuesday, uh, girls soccer is at five and six forty-five. So they'll be playing on the turf that night, I would assume. It's getting, uh, I think the sun's peaking below the, mm-hmm. the hills about <laughs> six ten now. So uh, moving over to Carson on Thursday, uh, like we talked about before, Carson is at Minogue for football, so that's not too far away. You can get up there and at least watch that Minogue team play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, there's a full slate at home. we got boys soccer at 9 and 10.45 for varsity, and then girls soccer is right behind them at 12.30 for varsity and 2.15 for JV. And then next Tuesday uh, on the 11th, volleyball's at home, uh, 345, 5, and 6. Dayton has a very busy week at home. Uh, so if you're a Dayton fan, almost every day. So Wednesday they have volleyball, like Carter mentioned, and that team is winning, winning, winning. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Wednesday volleyball, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, Thursday girls soccer at home, and then Friday football, uh, JV at 430, varsity at 7. And then Monday boys soccer is at home. And again on Tuesday, volleyball at five, looks like just JV and varsity for that, uh, five and six o'clock. And then uh, last but not least, Sierra Lutheran has one thing this week, volleyball's at home on Wednesday. Awesome. And if you've made it this far, I will tease. We got some feature stories coming up in this weekend's paper. So be sure to get to those. I'll talk about those more on next week's episode of the podcast. Um, at the moment, I'll just tease you with uh, some good stuff coming in this weekend's paper. Of course, I would like to thank today's title sponsor. That is going to be Double J Auto NV in Gardnerville. You can find them online at www.doublejautonv.com. Of course, you can check out all of my work online at nevadaappeal.com and recordcourier.com as well. You can check out Jeff's lovely photos at www.instaimage.com. Got to give a shout out to our other photographer and Ron Harpin. You find his work. I think most of you guys know the know Jeff and Ron's work already and where you can find it, but that is rahphotosnv.com as well. For those of you who have made it this far, especially through episode 47, 46, 46. excuse me, as we were talking about before the podcast, uh, we can't thank you guys enough. And be sure to uh, shoot us your emails as well if you've got any suggestions or things you'd like to hear us talk about. But otherwise, that's going to do it for this episode of Behind the Bench. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.